Hey guys, it's Nate and it's time for another bite. Well, it's not really a bite size. It's a snapshot. Surprise. Ah, surprise. <laughs> oh, snap. Oh, snap. <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought instead of a traditional bite size, um I reached out to Logan. I was like, "Dude, how about we get the band back together, baby? We'll we'll talk a little bit of Marvel Snap. We'll talk about what we've been playing. You know, we'll talk about move meta, all this stuff." And it's a uh, so yeah, we're back. And uh, of course, I'm Nate, and here's the other guy. And I'm Logan, the one that's been having withdrawals not being able to talk about Marvel Snap on his podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you know, uh, I can't guarantee anything, buddy, but we'll try to make this, you know, if you're just itching, you just reach out to me and we'll, we'll make just, this happen. I mean, I'm just saying, man, I, I might have to. I might have to. <laughs> Dude, um, you know, to, to borrow the words from Alec, uh, is it Kocha or Kocha? Um, I think it's Kocha. I think it's Kocha? Yeah, he's got that double CIA, and it's like anyways. Canadians, Uh, man, and and he's Canadian, so he's super polite. But it's Mm. a great time to be a Marvel Snap player, my friend, bro, Um, Mm. dude. And and I think like it kind of bums me out because I think, man, I I I do kind of wish that we were still doing Snapchatter. Of course, we we were listeners may may not know this. But we were actually talking about sort of behind the scenes, a, a name changed for SEO stuff. And because mm-hmm. Cozy, it's the that Cozy Snap. Cozy Snap, man, they had to just go and ruin it for us. Um, he did. But so, dude, this this latest season comes out. And of course, like, you know, we ended last season. Last season. How do you feel about last season, dude? I, I thought like it was pretty good. I thought it was pretty good, to be honest. I thought the changes and stuff uh, that they made with the with the over the air updates and some of the patches, man, just made the game even better. I think this is literally the best meta we've had in the game in a long, long time. And I like the Guardians of the Galaxy thing. You know, it, it was good, uh, and I mean, it's it was great. Uh, this season, I think, just on the first week alone, has been exponentially better, uh, just because. They goofed, and all the infinite players are still infinite, so we're not fighting them, you know. Oh, uh, you know, and like here, here's the thing: I'm totally okay with that. Like my climb has been, yep. really nice, really yes. nice. I, I don't feel like, it, like, listen, I, I'm just kind of like, especially like if you hit infinite, it should just be that thirty levels. It's yep. like so wherever you're at, it's like so if you hit sixty nine, you you drop in at thirty nine. You know, mm-hmm. just. Come, come on, guys. Like, let's not yeah. make it hard. Um, Math is not that, hard. And that way, it's it's we're keeping like these these people who have sort of been like these super high achieving. They're like they they drop down in the seventies. They ruin mm-hmm. it for all of us. Yeah. You know, Anyways. Yeah. All that being mm-hmm. said, dude, it's it's finally here. It's Ghost Spider comes, and the move meta is finally like really gaining traction and you're seeing a yeah. lot of really move decks, viable move it's, decks. It's wild. And it's, it's like you said, the, the meta in my opinion is in one of the healthiest places it's been. You have yeah. a couple of top performers, you know, uh, the, the Evo control deck is apparently mm-hmm. really, really gnarly. Evo yep. lockjaw lockjaw is supposed to be pretty, um, the, the Jane jaw kind of builds are supposed to be mm-hmm. really good, but it's like, dude, like the meta's in a really great place, aside from like garbage Galactus wave crap. Who, um, you know, it's funny because we're recording this the day before they're doing a big patch. Galactus is rumored to get hit hard, man. So good. 
we might see Galactus be uh, taken down several notches. I mean, he needs to be a big bad. He needs to have some sort of like cool energy. And I don't, I, I'm curious to see what they do with him. I, I have to like, you know, talking about over the air patches, dude, the, the, the burf is what I've started calling it. The, the BORF that they gave Spidey because mm. they, they upped his cost. They upped his yep. power yeah, and the overall just kind of made him like, it doesn't feel like. Now it's like, well, I can play Professor X or I can play Spidey. And it's like, you used to, it kind of yeah. was the same thing. I don't know, dude. It, it's weird. It, what we were talking about in the TRG Discord server is like the only thing that does is actually really strengthens people who are doing, you know, wave Galactus into Spider-Man. That mm-hmm. only really strengthens that play. Yeah. And so it's kind of like, it, it, it felt everybody else who was using Spidey, it feels like a really bad sort of adjustment. I like the fact that he's got a little more power, but mm-hmm. I think the weird part is, uh, and, and you mentioned it too in the, in the server, but it's like, it kind of throws off professor X now because yeah. it's like professor X locks down the lane and Spidey lets you play continue like more on the lane. It just feels like professor X now feels like not as good. Yeah, it's it's definitely weird. Um, it, it, I guess it is kind of nice when you put it in in a lockdown lane because if you don't pull your Professor X and you pull Spider Man, okay, you have at least one of your two options now. But it's just weird of, at how they just kind of seem to really compete against one another mm-hmm. now, and it's just it's just weird. I I, I saw that change to Spider Man. I'm like, why? You guys literally just started your Spider Man season, and then you nerf Spider Man. That doesn't make any sense. Poor Peter Parker. Uh, I, yeah, I, I'm not a huge fan of it personally. I, I think Spider Man was fine as a four cost. It's just seeing him come up with Galact coming in coming in after Galactus was always a pain, and now it's he, he's got an additional power. So if you drop Jeff in there. He doesn't cancel out that that Spider-Man power anymore because uh, Spider-Man edges up over Jeff now. And mm-hmm. so I, I don't know. I, I thought it was a weird change, to be honest. Yeah, to me, I, I just like it was like one of those ones. I'm kind of curious to see what they I understand some of the reasoning, but it's like I said, I think overall, like making him more expensive and giving him the power mm-hmm. bump only really benefits Galactus Wave like mm-hmm. that, that was playing into that. Everybody yeah. else who is using that card kind of suffers because yeah. you, you know you can't you can't pull the cheeky like turn four you know locking down like the was it the Avenger Avenger uh, Tower or whatever mm-hmm. where it's, or what what no it is that what is that one that yeah it's, turned, it's, it's Avengers Tower where you play cards here on turn five yeah okay mm-hmm. so yeah it's yep. like you know you d- used to do the cheeky turn four it's like oh mm-hmm. hey. <laughs> You know, and and what's even more frustrating, at least for me, is uh, Zabu doesn't target Spider Man anymore, so you can't yeah. bump him down a cost, and so it's like, ah, oh, man. So, it, poor Peter Parker, man. Yeah, but in in sort of talking about other spiders, Miles got a little bit of a bump from our friendly neighborhood Ghost Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm seeing dude, him a lot more now. And, and so, like, let's take a beat and talk about this season's card, man. Ghost Spider yeah. comes out. She's a 2-3. And the last card you played, she moves that card to wherever she's at. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, like, one of those things where if the only thing, I think, honestly, we got this season to to really empower move decks was Ghost Spider, I'd call it a win. Yeah. Um, she 
and and just like the the really you know I think you know I, I use this term, but the really cheeky stuff you can do with her in unexpected ways uh, yeah. is just you know she's like she's going to empower things like dagger she's going to empower mm-hmm. vulture she's going to empower the torch you know yeah. anything that gets like she's going to like anything that gets like its bonuses or you know extra power from being moved around or moving stuff like she's going to empower that stuff she mm-hmm. she fits pretty nicely into the curve um but like I, dude i mean my personal favorite play is like that Doc Ock deck that like yes. the different Doc Ock decks turn six, you drop Doc Ock into the lane and it's like, ah, I don't like what's sitting there. You use her to yank him out into another lane for mm-hmm. a, you know, a 13 power bump. And it's mm-hmm. like, dude, like, and, and you've shipwrecked them because you probably like pulled down, yep. like you've just wrecked their, their, their turn six. So mm-hmm. it's like, Dude, I don't know. Like that that's probably like my favorite play with her. That that's been my favorite thing about Ghost Spider is when she came out, you know, we we talked about this a little bit I think even on Snapchat or that, you know, she's definitely going to make move more powerful, more prominent. But I think where she's really going to shine is in those really just unexpected plays. Like the Doc Ock on 5's Ghost Spider out of that lane uh on turn 6 sort of thing where it's just like what the heck? Uh, okay. You know, or even the surprise Heimdall on six sort mm-hmm. of thing. You know, you just, it, it's so cool. She enables so many different things and it's fun to just kind of really surprise your opponents with some of these cards. Cause uh, yeah, just people don't really expect it still, even though she's a season pass card and she's pretty prominent in the, in the, in the, in the game. She's not. And, and that's the thing. She's not by herself. She's not a powerhouse. It's right. what she does for move in general. Yeah. She makes move way more viable. Like, yeah. I mean, like now there were guys like Molt who were playing move <laughs> yeah. and to, to doing it to great ex- success. But like now they've got one more tool and it, this makes it a little more accessible to everybody yeah. else. So I just, I mean, I think I was kind of, when I saw that she was a season pass card, I was initially a little bummed. I really wanted mm-hmm. to be Miggy. I wanted that sort of like move and like kill cards. Like yeah. I wanted it to be Spider-Man 2099, yeah. but I'm looking at her and it's like, and it's another card in that season pass sort of lineup. That's a really good card, but it's not overpowered. Yeah. Yeah. I think she's, she's easily one of the best two drops in the game because of just what she's able to do. Um, I, I don't know if I'd put her on the same tier as Jeff, um, because you see Jeff in a lot of move decks too now. Uh, mm-hmm. Especially when you combo it with Angela, you know you play Angela. You drop Jeff on there to to beef Angela up. You move Jeff somewhere else, and then you are just moving cards around to constantly beef Angela up uh, while getting power in other lanes. And man, it's it's cool. But I think she's she's easily one of the best two drops in the game now, just because of all the different things you can do with her. She's so versatile uh, and fits in a lot of decks. From what I'm seeing, man, it's it's really cool. Dude, I I mean, like, I've got to be honest, like one of my favorite plays uh, that I've managed to pull off was I had a mostly empty lane and Mm -hmm. I was just sort of playing. It was a more standard fair sort of move deck. I dropped Craven T6, dropped Craven into the lane, Mm -hmm. dropped uh, Dagger into another lane and they had it all locked up. And then Mm -hmm. I used Ghost Spider to pull Dagger over into that lane and I just watched all my cards go bloop. Like yep. get real big and gnarly. It's, good feeling. it's like having like the the opportunity to do combos like that. 
mm-hmm. really, really kind of exciting. And it's just, yeah. so I, I don't know, man, I'm, I'm, I'm stoked. I'm kind of yeah. like, yo, this is really cool. Yeah, um, man. And you brought up one of the other cards coming out, Spider-Man 2099, my boy, Miguel O'Hare, the one that I'm the most excited for, dude. We've got you, we've got other cards coming out that are mm-hmm. all going to synergize, not just within Move, but with Ghost Spider itself. And man, I'm really interested to see how these Move decks really shape up. Uh, you know, we're recording this on the night that Silk is going to drop uh, at Series 5. Um, and then we're going to have Spider-Ham next week. And then we're going to have Spider-Man 2099 the week after that. Man, but I think by the end of June, we're going to see some insanely wild Move decks. And I, and I can't wait to see it. Well, and I think too, like even sort of listening to Cozy when he had Mold on and they were talking about it, I think what this does too is like, because like, honestly, like straight move, yes, is getting a much like much needed shot in the arm, but it's mm-hmm. actually sort of making it so that you can incorporate elements of move decks in your pre-existing decks. Yeah. One of my favorite decks so far this year, and I haven't played it a ton lately, but it's a move bounce deck. It's got like Iron Fist in it. It's um here, I'll I'll pull up, I'll read the list, dude. Um, Man, that sounds I mean, I'm kind of the the bounce dude and while you're pulling that up. Shout out Rip to my boy Beast. Just getting slapped with an OTA update. Ah, uh, no way, man. He got just, I, it, I love his buff. I no, love it. No, I miss him being a two-cost man. It allowed it, that allowed me to do so many things. Uh, on on turn three, but now I got to wait an extra turn now, and it's just I don't I don't I'm not a patient guy, Nate. I, I'm not a patient guy. I don't like waiting, and now they just made me wait. Uh, I did like that he got a couple extra points in power, but uh, yo, I will say I, this: bounce is not dead. Bounce is not dead. Bounce is in a really healthy spot, in my opinion. So I'm I'll read off my my I, I call it bouncy kitty spider, um, <laughs> but it's. It's uh it's Kitty Pride, obviously, you know, mm-hmm. uh Bast, Torch, Iceman, Iron Fist, Angela, Dagger, Falcon, Ghost Spider, Vulture, Beast. And then to be a little cheeky, I threw in Heimdall. Um, I, thought, I thought you were gonna say you put Orca in there like my boy. <laughs> nah, nah, I'm not I'm not that crazy, man. Okay. Um that would be kind of wild though. Um mm-hmm. you're giving me ideas, friend. Um there you go. But like, dude, it's it's one of these things that w- the nice part is like early on, I can get torch up pretty gnarly. Like, mm-hmm. especially if you can hit it with bass right out right out yeah. the gate. Yeah. And like the thing good. is like sometimes even if Heimdall's in your opening hand, it's okay to hit him with Bast because mm-hmm. the power that you're gonna be generating off of everybody else, and oh, then you use Fal- Yeah, like it's like, dude, it's like mm. Like you falcon up, and so what you do is you like you build up, you get like torch up, you get angel up. It's just a bounce deck, mm-hmm. but it's got some move elements in it, dude. And it Man. it's a ton. It's it can be a lot to manage. It is not an easy pilot, mm-hmm. but I have a ton of fun with it. And it's just like one of those things. It it sort of throws a good bit of power down, and yeah. then you suck up. You use. Falcon to suck up all those one drops before they can kill Mongrum. You throw mm-hmm. them back out on like turn five or turn six if you need to. And if you want to get like really cheeky, you throw Torch in a lane on turn five and you drop Jaime and you watch Torch go boop. Hmm. I Man. had an 18 power Torch and I was getting, and when I threw, I like, I, I bounced him. I 
anyways, I bounced him a couple times. Uh-huh. And when I threw, he, he was, he was big. He might not be, he might've been 16. Yeah. Whatever he was, he was large. And uh-huh. <laughs> I threw my, I threw Falcon down. And as soon as my opponent saw that they, they bounced, they were like, nope. Nope, because they were like, he just pulled like a 12, 16 power, however stupid big torch was at that point in time. They're like, he just pulled that back into his hand. He's going to like, he's going to like, I'm like, dude, I can sit on this until the end of the game, man. Mm -hmm. Like if I need to, like, I don't need to play him again. (laughs) Just the threat that you were going to was enough to make them bounce. (laughs) They they were like, nope, I'm out. They noped right on out of there. Um, That's funny. I think too, like we talked about it, uh, a deck that you turned me on to, and I've been playing a version of it uh, called Doctors Without Borders. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> That's an that, awesome name. Uh, I, I think it was a Hoogland deck, um, but it was it was similar to sort of what you had, um, you had like the the Heimdall slide deck that we were t- talking about mm-hmm. like there was one that had iron fist nightcrawler angela craven ghost spider jeff doc strange vulture shang chi uh miles morales arrow and um doc ock mm-hmm. which was kind of it plays similar to that um like like i think i think that's a hoogland deck and i think he called that doctors without borders um mm-hmm. but then the one that it was like basically the good cards deck with Doc Ock and Heimdall, um, Nebula, Korg, Zabu, Ghost Spider, Thor, Dark Hawk, Shang Chi, Rockslide, White Queen, Arrow, Doc Ock, and Heimdall. And dude, mm. I'm gonna tell you, like so many people snap on me, and I just laugh. I just yeah. I I giggle because I'm like, you have no idea what's coming. Yep. And when you watch all of that stuff just go off to the left, mm-hmm. it's like. Like I could just almost sort of like on the other side, I can almost hear like, you know, through my, my keen lady senses, like I can just hear their hearts breaking. And so like, Oh no. Yep. Yep. I I love doing that. You know, Mojo world was the uh, hotspot here recently. And what I love doing was just dropping, uh, maybe, maybe put Nebula there and then dropping Doc Ock to pull their cards down. They're always like, now I'm winning the lane. Okay. And then they snap and it's like, again, I brought this up on Snapchatter. You know, I say the, the classic anime phrase, and then drop Heimdall, everything goes left. And it's like, you know, the anime thing was like, oh, you know, <laughs> I almost did a spit take on that. Dude. <laughs> it's just, it's like that. It's like that gift of Donkey Kong where he's like, Nani. and it's like, yes. And then you hear the classic, like, thing where they beat the drums and like oh you know <laughs> if, you, if you can't if you can't tell i watch a lot of animes this summer so that's all i'm thinking of when i'm playing marvel snap no dude like i've i've like the the, the fact is like you have completely recontextualized the the yeah. soundtrack the internal soundtrack yeah. when i'm playing snap but yeah it's just go. like and i i think <laughs> i i just like this sort of like the 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 trickiness of it all, right? Yeah. It's kind of like because it's like unexpected. like dude, nobody plays Heimdall, and then yeah. all of a sudden I'm like, no, now I'm playing them. Well, it, it's it's even more crazy because so many people expect Heimdall strictly in move decks, and when you're playing a deck that looks nothing like a move deck, really, it's they they don't see it coming, and then when it happens, mm-hmm. they're like, what the heck? You know, mm-hmm. it's making the game way more unpredictable, and I love it. I love it. 
And it's, I, I mean, like, you know, to, I think to the inclusion, I love the fact that Arrow is sort of like, she feels really viable right now. Yeah. Um, mostly because I like her to stuff Galactus players where I'm like, oh, it's a good nope. feeling. Like, it's just like, oh, the, you know, it's really, really fun is when I just tell you no. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. But I, I don't know. Like, dude, it, it's, it's so much like it can be like, I think though, the the thing is that move really is the most difficult meta, like the yeah. difficult archetype to like deal with. Yeah. Like there have been so like when the season first started, I think I dropped like 10 ranks just because like mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to learn, I'm going to figure out how to play move. Like I I went and I sort of just did some copy and paste. I was looking at like some of the playlists that Molt had put out. And mm-hmm. I was like, I am going to learn how to play this like somebody. And and I'm not saying that I play it as well as Molt. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like but I was No, like, you I'm, you are you are Mr. Move now. That's what that's what I heard. <laughs> I am I am Nate Moves McKeever. Um, there you go. <laughs> no, but I just I was like, I want to learn how to play a competent build of like these move decks mm-hmm. and like i said i dropped like 10 ranks like i just mm-hmm. and i was like but when i started coming out of that i was like oh no i get this and like th- there is no other archetype that is so dependent on being very careful with turn order yep and being very much mo- like y- like you you have to be like okay i play this then this then this and i play mm-hmm. that in that order to achieve and I put these like placement and yeah. order it's like it's everything else is like I'm you know bounce can be a little tricky but even sure. bounce is like kind of like almost brainless it's like Argh. yeah you're pulling things back playing them again it's like okay I can play this literally whatever because I'm just going to pull it back next turn anyway so it doesn't matter mm-hmm. yeah it's definitely a lot more flexible whereas move is like it, it's almost like playing chess now where you have to plane your moves out pretty much from turn one and be like, okay, here's my opening hand. I'm looking at the cards I have left in my deck. Here's where I need to be by turn six. How can I do that? Okay. If I get this, I'm going to do this and this and that. And it's just, it's crazy. And then you're watching what your opponent plays and then you're constantly adapting your strategy. It's, it's, it's pretty intense uh, depending on what you're doing. But at the same time, it's kind of like riding a bike. Once you kind of get used to it, it, you kind of get used to just how it works and you piece them together and, and it's fine. Um, you know, I'm definitely not a move savant or anything like that. Yeah. But I've played it enough here, at least in the first week or so, to where I'm like, okay, I've got a pretty good feel of this one deck where I utilize Angela to beef her up. And I'm like, okay, I, I have a pretty good idea of what to do. And I'm getting a better idea of like what's a bad hand, so I know when to retreat. And then I'm starting to get a better idea of kind of what are good locations mixed with a good hand. And it's like, all right, I'm going to snap, and we're winning. And uh, it, it's worked out in the first week. I went from 30 seven or something and now i'm at 66 and it's like holy crap this has been the easiest climb i have mm-hmm. had of any season yet and it's weird uh, i think it also helps i've been getting some really weird matchups where people just i don't know if they're bots i don't know if they don't know how to play the game but it's been it's been wild i think i think i've sort of erred on the side when it's just like when it is just an obviously like brainless play i'm like yo i'm playing a bot and i just snap mm-hmm. i'm like yeah like you just that was dumb. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, um, it's like, what are you doing? Like, dude, I had somebody, uh, 
I mean, you know how I just, I love, I absolutely love it when I can spank somebody after they've tried to like sabotage one of my lanes with Hobgoblin. Mm, And I, I did that and I just, I, I felt so smart. And then I looked at the rest of the board and it was like, I'm pretty sure this was a bot. Yeah, like, like, I uh, it, it's funny you bring up goblins because I've been toying around with this one deck that's a mixture of uh, move and junk, and uh, so the deck I've been messing around with is uh, comes with the hood, nebula, titania, black widow, mojo, uh, ghost spider, viper, green goblin, debris, polar, shane chi, doc ock, um, and so I guess it's not so much a move deck as it is. Uh, just a junk deck with Ghost Spider in it, but it's it's been fun to kind of toy around with some of these people that are playing Move. It's like, okay, I see what your strategy is. I know what you're going to do. Let me put this here and here and here and really mess up your lane. It's it's been fun to kind of mess around with. Yeah, yeah, no, I think that's the, the the other thing is like I'm still sort of like I haven't really cracked the nut yet, but I want to make a deck that really does like the T six um, because Move is so sort of prevalent does Mm -hmm. a t6 kingpin reveal so Mm. it's like you know like and and maybe just for good measure like have him pull like you know do like a t6 polaris kind of like play Mm -hmm. um where it's like kingpin flips and then polaris just like drags over his one and then he throws the heimdall down because he thinks he's going to be all cheeky and just mm-hmm. watches an entire just, lane. All. just like he's like <laughs> yeah. oh no what did everything's I do? gone yep man um, i've had so i've tried playing kingpin before and man i just always have a hard time playing him because it's almost like immediately when i put kingpin down they just start stuffing that lane as much as they can and i'm like golly it's it's hard to do um i really should try him with invisible woman because i have a feeling that would probably work better but man it's just it's hard for me to play but you've had some success with it though a a little bit you i i haven't so the the one that i was actually sort of working on is because that that was the thing kingpin it's like you said you put kingpin out and most people are sort of like to the point where they're like just stuff the lane yeah like so what I was actually doing is I was using Kingpin as a pace card, as almost a control card, where it's like I'm getting like, so I would throw Nebula in one lane and I'd throw Kingpin in another. And I would mm-hmm. watch them sort of like, and it, it gave me sort of like the tempo where I could play some of the Guardian cards uh... against them. like, And then at the same time, like if I had managed to clear out some space, I could use Polaris to drag over something into the Kingpin lane or something like that. Or Magneto. Huh. So it was kind of like, it was, it was fine. It didn't work as well as I wanted to. I didn't see the yeah. consistency that I wanted yeah. to out of it, but it was a neat idea. It I just sounds need, fun. Yeah. It was, it was like one of those things where it was like, if you know you're going to be playing against somebody who like utilizes move or something like that, it, it, I just didn't have all the pieces for it. I don't, I don't know that it's really, it was like one of those things where it was like fun. And when I could get it to do the trick, it was like, oh, this uh-huh. is cool. Um, yeah. But it was. Right on, man. Yeah. It's it's like you said, it was kind of like one of those things where it's like the idea was, it's like you said, you throw Kingpin out, people start playing cards because they're like, well, he's probably got a, mag- a Magneto in there or something. And it's like, so yeah. But it, yeah, man. It, it was fine. It, yeah. 
it didn't it didn't win me those big those big eight eight cube games that I wanted, man. So mm-hmm. and I think there's just been like a lot of really cool decks I've seen. Like the I think even sort of like the 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 T six like Ghost Spider yanking another card into the lane. I've really been sort of thinking about like how can I get kind of like you know, like how can I sort of do stuff like that with a little bit more um like finesse or something just like intentionality like you know kind of oh, okay. like um like and just looking for the like cuz I really like her on t- on turn 6 I think mm-hmm. like you know sort of moving a card like I've done um I actually did a a craven uh, well I told you about the craven dagger spider uh, ghost spider play I did I've mm-hmm. done plays with Angela and and go spider and sort of like pulling things into the lane like yeah. one of my favorite uh, another favorite on that bounce deck that i have um i think is that the one i think what i did um at one point in time i don't know if i have it in this one i had dagger in the the mix and so what i did was i put dagger somewhere else and mm-hmm. i might have bounced her i might have bounced her with like well, and that's the other thing. Just turn setup. I might have bounced her somewhere with Iron Fist, but uh-huh. I, I, but I basically pulled her, used Ghost Spider to pull her into the Angela lane. I get the plus two from Angela. She gets the the plus eight from what? She, and it was like I just had a really gnarly lane just sitting there, you know, on a yeah. pretty, like on a pretty inexpensive play. It's just like I don't know. Like movies, just like one of those things where I'm really. The, the forethought drives me nuts. Like, dude, like, yeah. I mean, like, the, the, the easy term foreplay is like Iron Fist into Vulture. Like, yeah. cool. You've got 10 power for four. Like, mm-hmm. sweet. Um, but then when you pair that with stuff like, you know, Angela's a great card to, to pair with these decks. Um, mm-hmm. I like putting stuff into the Angela lane, having it proc her and then having it bounce out so that it frees yeah. up more. Like, and that's why it has like that natural synergy with bounce in general. Yeah. Cause it's like, you can get a big nasty Angela and, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I don't know. Um, I just, I'm having a ton of fun this, this, uh, yeah. this run. And I'm really excited. Like, I think spider Ham's just going to be like great. Cause he's going to be mm-hmm. like a mini leech. And mm-hmm. I can't wait. I can't to wait. S- <laughs> I can't wait for him, dude. It's good. I'm going to annoy so many people with it. Well, and I think like the thing is like, he's going to. So if you're playing against a lot of those like really greedy decks, mm-hmm. like, you know, like we mentioned the Evo control deck, the high mm-hmm. Evo control deck where it's got like, you've got some, you've got like Hulk in it. Mm-hmm. Or no, the, the the lockjaw deck is a better one. But you know, you've got like some of these big, nasty six card, six cost cards, and mm-hmm. he's just going to turn it. Like now, you'll still have all that stat line, and if right. somebody's playing like I don't know, Infinite, that works against you. Yeah. But more often than not, like it's going to like it's going to stuff like the garbage. Like you know, Galactus is going to get nuked. Um, yep. Destroyer's <laughs> just going to turn into. A, yep. I mean, Destroyer's still like. A big fat nasty piece of work. I, I, man, honestly, I feel like I feel like it, you know we talked about how it hits. Um, if it hits, um, oh, what is it? We just said it. Uh, Infinite, right? That's 
going to work against you. I think even if it hits a destroyer, that's going to work against you too. Cause that's a six fifteen that maybe they set some stuff up in the other lanes that they don't really want to destroy. And now, now they don't have to, and man, that's, they just got oh. big gnarly 15 power. Yeah. Like, yep. It's kind of like when uh, people would normally like leash your, your destroyer. It's like, okay, cool. But 15 power on the board, man. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. It's like, now I don't have to play him in the Cosmo lane. You know, it's, yeah, it's, it's kind of one of those things where I like Spider-Ham and I think he's, I think, I think in a lot of ways, like I'm, I def, I want Galactus to get nerfed. I'm just tired of like, dude. I mean, like, I think we're all tired of just like these brainless Gow wave decks where it's like, and as soon as you stuff them too, like, I think the worst part is you stuff them, they've snapped. It's like, mm-hmm. I'll snap back, I'll stuff them. And as soon yeah. as they get stuffed, they they run. And it's yeah. like, cool. Like, it's like, yeah. all right, good for you. Yeah. It, it's, but it's like, I think I'm, I'm looking forward to what Spider Ham does. Silk, I, I want to sort of just like run down through some of these cards coming. Silk, yeah. I don't know. I don't have like super strong feelings on her. She's a two five. Um, and mm-hmm. what 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 does she actually do? It's she- so her her abilities. It's funny. I was looking at some of these cards uh, as we were talk, sitting here talking, just just googling, not googling. What's the word I'm thinking of? Just gushing over uh, some of the spider hand mm. variants. You know, as we do, uh, we like as, to gush over the as as we are wont to do. But uh, Silk, her ability is after any card. Whether you play a card there, or your opponent does. After any card is played at that location, this moves to another location. So she's going to be constantly moving around, man. Anytime something gets played there, uh, and at a two-five stat line, which is not going to have any negative effects like what Lizard do- has uh, currently. I think. I don't know. I'm I'm hopeful for Silk. I think she's definitely going to do a good job of enabling move decks, specifically working with Miles Morales and getting him out very early on. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hopeful for her. I'm a little surprised that she's the series five card for this season because yeah. I thought, I thought spider ham or 2099 would have definitely uh, been that, but she seems to be kind of the weakest in regards to the lineup of what we're getting, but maybe I'm wrong. No. Well, I mean, I think, it, I think I, and I think that caught everybody sort of anybody who is sort of paying attention. I think it's a little kind of off putting because it's like you said, she's got a good stat line. She's a two five. So that puts mm-hmm. her in like lizard territory. You know, it's a good stat line. But I think like the the problem is it it's it's similar to like Titania, right? Mm, Where it's yeah. like you have to she's gonna be great. Like if you can like bounce her into like a, a sanctum, you're fine. You don't have yeah. to worry about anything. You yeah. you know, like because you know, I mean, they could play Jeff there, I guess. You know, but but that's not gonna that's gonna be enough. That's not gonna be enough to beat her. Uh, well, then she that wouldn't even be enough because if they play, let's say they do that. Let's say they have Sanctum Sanctorum. They drop Jeff over there. Silk moves. You just play a card. She moves back over there. It's like you're gonna have to commit even more for yeah. those locations. Now that's kind of crazy. You move a card into that. It's not you know it doesn't count as actually playing a card. Mm-hmm. So I think. She Man. to me like well, and and even the fact that like so Miguel and Spider Ham are both coming in as series four cards and mm-hmm. I think this has been one of the most confusing things and I, I don't know if you and I talked about it in Snapchat or not but like one of the most confusing is how are they using these different series because mm-hmm. initially it was like 
every car that comes out starts at a series five. And then after a while, it gets like, you know, after so many months, it gets pushed down. But then mm. we had the the thing where Null and no, was it Null and Darkhawk? Null and Darkhawk didn't drop. Mm-hmm. They didn't drop down to series three. They yeah. be, they got stuck in series four. Mm-hmm. And I think just like it's been one of those things where it's like, okay, so Miguel and Spider-Ham are both dropping initially into series four. And I think we're seeing sort of a, a, a tiered effect. Now, again, the, the the like, okay, well, Silk as your series five. I mean, maybe it's like one of those things that where they've seen her in sort of like the 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 pre-release playtesting where they're like, no, she just creates like a ridiculous advantage. Um, Man, it's it's funny though because I'm sitting there. Th- I've been thinking about this ever since you mentioned it. Putting Titania in there with hurt with Silk, and I'm like, dude, that's an insanely disruptive deck now because now you got Titania bouncing back and forth. You got Silk moving around. How do you play against that? That's that's going to be nuts. Even if you're, it, it's like she she's probably going to be like great in like a junk deck. Um, mm, yeah, where you're like throwing all sorts yeah. of like crazy stuff around. Um, so it's but the other the other side is like you know I can just imagine it's like you, you go to Viper something somebody bounces silk over near your lane <laughs> Viper flips and gives them the two five but then uh, you've got her over there screwing all their plays up yeah so yeah. it's it's not a total loss um, oh man I don't know it's it's one of those things where I mean Miguel I think is gonna like. Off the cuff, he looks like he's going to be like the the. He's the card that I think a lot most people are really really excited about. I know I'm personally really excited about mm-hmm. because it gives it like I think comparable to Gambit. It gives yeah. you sort of like this this weapon, and especially like in my head, I'm already thinking about the play. I'm like mm-hmm. you know because he's he's a four cost. Um, mm-hmm. What is he? Is, is he five five power? He, He's a four cost, six power card, and his ability is the first time this moves to a location, destroy an enemy card there. I think what makes him better than Gambit is that you get to target kind of what you're attacking a, a little bit more. Yeah. You know, you kind of narrow it down to a location, and, and that's what makes got, him so tantalizing. And he's got a great stat line at a yeah. four six that puts him in the same power bracket as like White Queen, a lot of your other like just Iron Lad. I mean, like, and so like in my head, I'm already going like, like, dude, if you could potentially, if you do it right, you iron fist him into one lane. You mm-hmm. bring him back to another lane with Ghost Spider. And then, so it's like, turn three, you drop iron fist in. You drop mm-hmm. Miggy in, he bounces over to a lane, nukes a card. Next turn, you know, and if he's the, the and th- so turn, it'd be turn five, you could do Ghost Spider into Doctor Strange. and. So, and if he's your biggest card out there, you could potentially snipe a card from each lane with yeah. him. So, I'm just thinking, I'm just thinking now, because it would be hilarious. Let's say you drop Zabu, turn two. Then you drop Iron Lad, turn three. He copies 2099. You play 2099 on turn four. You Doctor Strange, both those suckers into a location, snipes out two cards in that lane. Bro. Oh, that's that's gonna be fun. And then and then you you've got like the big turn six with Heimdall. Whoop! To bring him over. Yeah, dude, Bro. bring him over and snipe two more cards. It's like I think he's. I don't think he's gonna get like, like he's actually sort of a key part of like the miracle move deck that I want to build. Mm, um, okay. 
Like, you know, I've I've got a Sarah move deck that I'm like in my head. I'm like, oh, I, I can. I was gonna say, happen. Nate, t- tell us more about the Sarah move deck you got um, brewing in your brain, man. <laughs> no, don't just tease us. Tell us. <laughs> um, I just it's 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 kind of similar bones to the the move bounce stuff, but it's just okay. gonna it's gonna be a Sarah deck, and it's just gonna be like, but with an explosive sort of like move move kind of stuff, like. Think about all the the move cards that are sitting in like the two to three range, mm-hmm. and if you can just like sort of you, you're not going to be as crazy. But like turn six, like there's a whole bunch of stuff that you can drop, like a whole bunch of one drops that and two drops that you can sort of rip into there. It's like mm-hmm. you could potentially okay on a Sarah on a on a with a Sarah move deck, and this is mm-hmm. a, a play I've mapped out in my head. You could in that turn um drop no let me do okay you could drop Angela mm-hmm. Iron Fist mm-hmm. Ghost Spider Dagger all for four and then if you could work Vulture in there. So like you could work a combination of those five cards in for a potential. I mean, like let's just say you're getting your your dagger at her full eight. So she's a 10 mm-hmm. vulture at an eight. So it's like you could Angela sort of maybe, um, play, uh, iron fist in a different lane. You mm-hmm. drop, uh, vulture into that Angela lane kicks her up. Right. Mm-hmm. Then you, you throw dagger into another lane and you throw uh ghost spider into that lane so you've got a four power angela a three power like so you have two lanes where you're looking at Man. one lane with 10 with it with 10 power just off that turn and then the next lane off of a seven plus eight so 15 power potentially man um, like that's, i've that's dude, there's like silly stuff like that where i'm like and like I said, and and Miguel would just be like that sort of that that nasty like I just and he's not he's not as targeted. I mean, mm-hmm. but he turns into a three. So yeah. you could you could in that turn you could do sort of drop him into a lane like Iron Fist, Miguel into a lane, have him bounce, and and use Ghost Spider to yank him to another lane. And so you're you're nuking two cards in one turn. And depending on what, like if you've got Craven out or something like that, you, you're maybe getting some bump ups and, and stuff like that too. So it's like, I don't know, dude. Like I've, I've thought about it. Like that's gnarly. You could even throw Zabu in there and get drop the cost down even more. Yep. On some of those. I mean, yeah. Zabu Zabu's obviously part of a miracle deck. So it's yeah. like, and then if you get Miggy down to a one cost, because yeah, man. Y- no, well, no, he'd be a two at that point in time. But even there, you get mm-hmm. him at a two cost. Like you can all sorts of cra- like at that point in time, and then you could do sort of Iron Fist, Ghost Spider, Doctor Strange, and Miguel. Like you, you sort of Iron Fist, Miguel, Ghost Spider, and then Doctor Strange into the third lane, and he's nuked. He's nuked a card from each lane. So it's like I've I've thought about that stuff. Well. Sorry, you just said like nukes a card from each lane. Let me pull them up again here. First time this moves to see. Well, no, I, man. The first it's time be he in, moves to a lane, to a location. Yeah, dude. Oh man, this is gonna be fun to play around with this card and see what he does. So he can potentially destroy three cards. 
That's going to be crazy. You think he's going to be the new card that people hate, like they hate Galactus? I I think honestly, it's going to take a lot more work to make. Like the the thing is, like Galactus is like smooth brain garbage play. Like I <laughs> like it's it's like any any idiot can like, and I'm I'm not being very nice, and I know that, but it's like anybody mm-hmm. can play Galactus. Like the the Gala- Galactus wave. Okay. Let, let like, me, okay. I was gonna say. I guess Galactus, probably a better statement is anybody anybody can play Galactus. Not everybody can win with Galactus. No, no, and and I think like, but the thing is like, if you like the the problem with the Gal Wave decks as they sit right now is that there's just no unless you're playing Cosmo or uh, Polaris or debris. De, like unless you're playing some sort of disruption or you're pulling mm-hmm. the card. It's just, you can't, like, unless you have the tools to stop Galactus, it's like, you're probably going to lose just because, yeah. like, that entire deck is meant to just, like, make you suffer. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and I actually don't hate Galactus. We've had this conversation in the TRG yeah. Discord. Yeah. I don't hate Galactus as part of destruction decks because, mm-hmm. like, there he can, like, there are destroyer Galactus decks that I've seen that, like, Galactus is a win condition. Or he's part of the win condition, but he's but not, not the, the yeah. win condition. Gal yeah. Wave is like that electro Gal Wave ramp crap. It's like yeah. the only way that deck wins is with Galactus. Yep. And it's and then and it's like usually it's like the optimal play line of play is uh wave galactus spider-man. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like then you throw null on top of that or something. And it's like or yeah. death or some some dumb garbage like that. Yeah. And it, and I think with Miguel, like the the plays that we were talking about, like move is inherently a technically savvier archetype. Yeah. And so like 100%. to do to do that stuff and to do it well, it's gonna take practice. It's gonna yeah. like you're going to have to be familiar with it. And to really get the power out of it that you need, you're going to have to like do a lot of like forward thinking. Yeah. Absolutely. So, absolutely. So yeah. So everyone just needs to play move, is what they need to do. <laughs> I mean, sure. I, I mean, I, I I think it's 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 one of the move is is equal parts like my favorite meta, my mm-hmm. also my most like hated meta. Like because it's like <laughs> when I'm on top of it, I'm right. I am king of the world, and mm-hmm. the other times I feel like I just got run over with the boss. <laughs> yep. 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 It's tricky, man. It's tricky. It's a good time. You know, we are running a little bit long in the tooth here, man. But like, are there anything that like anything that's sort of been going on in Snap that we didn't talk about that you wanted to hit real quick while we're here? Let me, this is probably opening a can of worms. Let me get your thoughts on these bundles, man. Because we mentioned Darkhawk didn't drop down a series. And there's been data mine stuff of a upcoming, well, no, it's not even data mine. It's in the app in the news section of a Dark Hawk bundle coming that is $30. The variant is that sick one we've looked at where he's got the little, you know, the purple blade things coming out of his arms, uh, and it's all anime-looking stuff. And They're going to get my $30. Are they? Dude, it's Dark Hawk. He's, he's my favorite card in the game, probably. Dadgum. Dadgum. And I'll tell you what. They, I can't. I shouldn't be got, saying anything. I'm a, I'm a whale. We all know I'm going to pick it up, too, probably. But, um... <laughs> But let me, I, let but me I, 
Let me let me spin it this way because this is where I was going. I'm curious because they 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 didn't drop Darkhawk down from series four to three like like we were expecting, and now they're releasing this bundle, and it kind of makes you wonder like, are they intentionally withholding cards to try and get more money out of players now, or trying to buy more tokens? Mm. What what do you think of that, man? Because we've talked about this game potentially being played to win before, and it seems like they're kind of leaning that way a little bit. So, I, I don't mean, know, it- man. Could be. I mean, we have to sort of wait and see how it shakes out. I honestly think what they're starting to do is they're starting to treat the different series. So series three is like sort of like general pool. And then Mm -hmm. series five is going to be big bads Mm -hmm. and like real game changers. And then series four is like, these are really powerful cards, but they're not quite on big bad level because Null and Darkhawk both are really potent cards. They are. They are. Like, yeah. they, I mean, both of them are really viable in a multitude of sort of different deck builds. Um, you know, I was actually thinking about how much fun it was to play um, them in a Mr. Negative deck that I was running with for a little mm. while. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's, and so that's what I'm saying. It's like, I think that if that's what they're doing, then it's not really pay to win. I mean, I mean, so it's, dude, it's it kind of like it's like they're trying to balance the scales a little bit, but we're kind of going through a rough patch trying to get to it. I think so, and and, and honestly, I think it honestly it, it always comes back to this for me. I think just like these bundles, like listen, I'm a sucker. They're going to get my thirty bucks. Like, yeah. and you said you're you're probably going to pick it. Like, dude, one that variant is sick. It's it's um, pretty baller. It's Oh, 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 dude! Here, while we're on this, uh, let me show you my most recent Darkhawk variant. Um, mm, yes, I, let me see. I spent uh, gold on this. Now it's—I've had him for a little while. I have to, but it's uh, this guy. I saw that the other day when you posted a, a screenshot of uh, one of your decks. I'm like, oh, he got that one. I, I almost got that one the other night, and I was like, no. Withhold, withhold, hold on to your gold, man. You, you're gonna need you, it you held the month. line. You were like, no. Yep. Well, and then um, I did spring for the the Miles Morales bundle um, because I, I had the gold on hand, and I was like, eh, it, 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 Miles, it's it's a cute Miles, and I like the deck back. And the, de- uh, and the card back's it, really good. The card back is so good. Um, but I just was like, and dude, so like when this Darkhawk bundle comes, like I'm like gonna be like, yep, like take my money, boop. Uh, yep. And like I said, for me, it's like Darkhawk is probably my favorite card in Snap. It's like mm-hmm. between that and Dino. Like, yeah. I love those cards. I just love like the 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 sort of like when when you can play Darkhawk well and a Darkhawk deck well. Like, and I know that sounds kind of like dumb, but it's like I love sort of running him under the line where the only thing I have to worry about is like a rogue or an enchantress. And then mm-hmm. that last turn sort of throwing a bunch of rocks into somebody's deck and watching <laughs> him just go like, you know, just like turn the volume up. Like yeah. it's, I don't know. I, I just, I think he's such a cool card. Um, so yeah, they're going to, but I do think there's an overpriced, like they just have a general pricing issue. Mm-hmm. Um, where I just think they're charging way too much. I don't think it's yeah. it's pay to win. Does that yeah. does that bundle come with tokens? No, it doesn't. Uh, yeah, I mean, 
it, it does come down to this thing where it's like, you know, I'm sort of putting my money where my mouth is because I said, like, if you give me the opportunity to buy some of those nicer variants, I will just outright buy them. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's what we're doing here. And does it turn into an opportunity for people who don't have Darkhawk already to actually pick up a great card? Yeah. I'm also sort of in the camp where I think it's overpriced. Yeah. So it's it's like one of those things where it's like, I don't know. I don't know. I, feel I don't like. I feel like if people spend thirty bucks to get Darkhawk, though, that lends itself to the pay to win sort of thing. Because now you're buying one of the best cards in the game outright instead of saving up your tokens. Yeah, yeah, I definitely can see that. I just, I think if it becomes a trend at that point in time, we can say like, okay, mm-hmm. like this is. But I and 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 again, I just think the whole problem could be just solved with like better card acquisition. It's true. Like, this whole thing where it's like, you know, sort of holding cards above people's heads and everything else. It's like, dude, like and, and even one of these things like with uh, with Conquest, the, the there's the 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 proving grounds room, which is mm-hmm. basically similar to a danger room scenario where it's yeah. like low stakes, you, like no stakes really. You can just mm-hmm. go in there just throw whatever you want at the wall and and see, <laughs> see what, what happens works. and and i think so like i said we'll we'll see if this is something going forward that they continue to do where it's like hard to get cards that stay in sort of like series 4 and 5 and they offer these bundles like where it's like at that point in time i'm like yeah then we need to have the conversation about like mm-hmm. you guys are sort of like creeping into some some pay to win territory and that's yeah. that's not a place where they want this they, they should want this game to be um, yeah so yeah. i don't know dude um it's it's one of those things where i haven't seen i don't think it's blatant if it is they're being kind of like it's very like it's not that at least to me it's not super in your face pay to win kind of tactics it's mm-hmm. more of like I and and I, honestly, I just want to. I want to give Ben Brode and the people over at Second Dinner like the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. So I just fair enough, man. So fair we'll, we'll see. We'll enough. see. Anything yeah. else, man? No, I just pulled up the app and noticed uh, everything changed over. So, man, we Ooh. we got to go play. We got to get those challenges in, dude. Mm. I, yeah, I got I got clears out, so I don't need to play tomorrow. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> all right man well hey logan i appreciate you sort of carving out some time here friend it's been too long um and to anybody checking this out like like i said we'll probably do this from time to time i mean logan and i both still have a mighty need to talk about this game and and Mm -hmm. all the cool things that it's doing so Mm you know so good logan of course you know where can they find you friend yeah, yeah. Uh, y'all can find me on Twitter at the Theologian. You can find me uh, on PlayStation as the like T H E E Theologian. Had to change it because uh, that's a whole story I'll get into another time. Um, but yeah, you can also find me uh, over at TRG as well. Uh, YouTube.com slash Reform Gamers. Uh, started streaming Trails of Cold Steel 2 over there. So feel free to come on and hang out in the mornings. And uh, yeah, be a good time over there. We might play Marvel Snap on some days too. Yeah, you, you're going to be doing some streaming over the summer. And mm-hmm. and obviously, guys, like, you know where to find me over at, like, you know, Nate underscore McKeever on Twitter and pretty much everywhere else. But until next time, guys, you know the things. 
just do them and and play Marvel Snap because it's a good time. Do it. Do it now. Do it now. All right. Later, guys. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Backlog Breakdown. If you want to join in the conversation, you can email us at thebacklogbreakdown at gmail.com or join our Facebook group, The Backlog Book Club, on Facebook. And on Twitter, our handle is at BBDownCast. Of course, you can also catch Nate and I on our social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, and the GG app. I go by Broccolope, that's spelled B-R-O-C-C-O-L-O-P-E, and Nate goes by Nate underscore McKeever. Till next time, loggers, you keep beating down those backlogs, and we'll keep breaking down the benefits.